All right. Oh my gosh. We are so blessed by both of you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Remember the shy little thing she was when she first got here? Oh, oh, we're so grateful. Amber and Ed Guzman, pretty, pretty great. We're pretty lucky to have them here. Pretty blessed. Mm. So as Amber said, we are in July still. It is the last uh, Sunday of July. So we are still on our July topic. Our uh, theme for the year is Awake and Alive, We Thrive. Awake and Alive, We Thrive. That's our 2019 theme. July's theme is freedom. Freedom. And today we are talking about break free. Break free. Breaking free, free from all those things that bind us, or whether it be our limiting thoughts, our, our limiting perspective on life, whatever it is that we think is keeping us stuck. We want to break free from that. And what a perfect, perfect song. I love how she added a Emma and Ernest in there. Did y'all catch that? Emma and Ernest, you know, we changed it up a little bit. That was pretty good. I'm going to start right out with a little Ernest this morning, a couple little quotes from Ernest. One is, life is a blessing or a curse, depending on the use you make of it. Ernest Holmes. The other one, it's from the Beverly Hills Lectures, his book, uh, that is taken from his lectures he did at the Beverly Hills Theater when he was alive. Your own choice has decided you. Your own choice has decided you, right? So what choices are you making? Are your, the choices you're creating a life that you love? Or are you holding on to some old stories? Are you holding on to some old stories, some old ideas, some old things that are keeping you stuck? That are keeping you from being able to move forward in your life to the place that you want to go? You know, are you holding on to outdated stories, to outworn stories, a story that no longer serves you? No longer serves any other purpose but keeping you safe in the story, right? We have these stories that we tell ourselves about life, about people, about things, about institutions, about governments, right? We've got these whole stories that we tell ourselves. And are they true? You know, are they really true, the things that we tell ourselves? Or is it just our version of the truth based on our experience of life? What are you holding on to that you're claiming is truth that might not be? Are you willing to entertain that something that you think is true may not be, may not be the truth? Are you telling yourself a story about yourself or somebody else? Have you told yourself such a convincing story that you believe it's the truth? I know I have in my past, probably in my present, you know. We tell ourselves these stories. And what if... I mean, just what if the story wasn't true, right? What if it wasn't? Change your point of view to get the whole story. I mean, change our perspective. We can change the way that we look at things. Uh, there's the film The Vantage Point with Dennis Quaid. Do any of you remember that movie? It was a 2008 movie called The Vantage Point. Dennis Quaid played a, a secret service to the president. William Hurt was the president, and he was the secret service man. And he, they were in Spain, and there was a summit that was coming up, and uh, the American president got shot. 
during that time. And what the movie does is it shows us several different vantage points, different people that were involved or in that day, that were part of that day, but we see it through like seven different people's perspective. And the thing is that it takes all the perspectives to come together to really tell the whole story because we've only got a piece of it. Right? We have Dennis Quaid, who's the Secret Service man, who's his first day back after being shot. So he comes with post-traumatic stress syndrome, right? He comes with all his story, all his history, and he's looking and he's nervous and he's watching just very certain things. He's not seeing the whole picture, right? And then we have this American, a tourist, a Forrest Whitaker plays him, you know, and he's got his old video camera, remember the big ones we used to have, and he's taking pictures of the whole thing. And he's He's there because him and his wife are having struggles. So he's there without his children, without his family. So he's very fixated on the couples that he sees and the people that he sees. See, he's coming with his whole story, right? He's not seeing the whole big picture. He's got his story. He's looking at the couples and he sees a little girl without, his mo without her mom. And he's fixated on her and where's her mom, and, right? So he's seeing part of the story. And it goes on like that, the movie. It goes on like that, that we have each individual telling us the story from their particular vantage point with all of their history added into it, right? So you got a whole bunch of different things. So which one of those stories is the truth, right? Is it all true? Is it all part truth? What would happen if we were to look at our own lives from various points of view? from different vantage points. I mean, what would happen, right? If we entertain the idea that what we see and know right now might not be the whole story. Like if I, what if I only know a part of the story based on my experience, my upbringing, my childhood, my prejudices? What if that's the truth? that I only know a little piece, I think it's called, and I'm trying to remember this, we've talked about it for the Jacardi window. And it's that, psych, that thing in psychology that we all have these four windows through which we see the world. One is how we see ourselves, the other is how others see us. And there's this one part of the window, there's four pieces that we don't, it's our blind spot. We don't see it. We don't see it. No matter what anybody says to us or shows us or mirrors us, we don't got that. We don't have that, right? And we don't see ourselves, you know? So open up to the possibilities that there is that part of yourself that you don't see clearly. Maybe that part of your story that you don't see clearly. Maybe the part of a story about uh, somebody else that you don't see clearly. You know, that you might be missing some of the pieces of the story. You know, what if the story you tell yourself about your childhood you know, that's a big one for a lot of us. Mom and dad did this, therefore I'm this. You know, the story that we tell about our parents or the story we tell about our boss or the story we tell about our ex, right? What if that story wasn't the whole truth? What if it wasn't? When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Right, that's a saying we say a lot around here, when we change the way we look at things. If we open up to the possibility that there's something more, there's something different, there's something greater that's wanting to be known here. Isn't that amazing when the whole situation transforms in front of your eyes and you were sure it was that way, right? And it all changes because we become willing to see it different. Byron Katie, she has a program, most of you have probably heard of Byron Katie, her, her, her work is called The Work, 
Her work is called The Work, and she discovered, and we talked about her history another time ago on another Sunday, you know, of how she arrived at this place where she discovered this. And uh, this is what she has to say about it. Every time you do the work, you are becoming enlightened to be who and what you are. The true nature of being. To question what you believe is an amazing gift to give yourself. And you can have it all the days of your life. The answers are always inside you, just waiting to be heard. And isn't that true? That we do believe that there is only one mind, the mind of God, and it is individualized at each one of us. So all the knowing that we need to know, all the answers that we need to know are available to us. Right? My spiritual counselor, I would always go, well, I don't know. And she'd say, well, if you did know, what would it be? Right? Because I didn't really know. I just pretended that I didn't know. Right? Because it was easier to stay stuck in my story. You know? So if you did know, what would it be? If you did know, what would it be? All the suffering that goes on inside our minds is not reality. It's just a story we torture ourselves with. Byron Katie. Byron Katie. Take a moment now. We're going to just do a little play here. Think of somebody or somebody, something or somebody that you're maybe struggling with or a situation, you know, that you're kind of struggling with in your mind. And this is what uh, Byron Katie would have you do. So you give everybody a situation, somebody, something. You know, ask yourself the first question. There's four questions to her whole process. The first question is, is it true? The thing that you're thinking about this person or this situation or yourself, is it true? Right? She'll have you spend some time with that and do some writing about that. And then you ask yourself the second question, can you absolutely know it's true? Right? Can you absolutely know it's true? Again, you do some journaling, you do some writing, you spend some time with that. And the third question, how do you react what happens when you believe that thought, right? If the thought you're thinking makes you feel bad, maybe you don't want to think that thought anymore, right? If it makes you hate your brother or sister, maybe you don't want to think that thought anymore. How do you feel when you think that thought? And lastly, she asks, who would you be without the thought? Who would you be without the thought? I mean, she really takes the teaching of Ernest Holmes, change your thinking, change your life, into a really precise, four-step, capsulized version of, look at the thought. Is it serving you today? Is it an old thought that maybe it served you as a child? But is it serving you today? Can you release it? Can you let it go? Can you choose a new thought? Right? It's amazing work. You can find her all over the internet. You can find people that teach her work. You can find classes about her work. So, I mean, you can really, if this is something that interests you, I encourage you to do a little investigation, do a little Googling, and see, you know, see somebody who in our area, I'm sure there's somebody in our area that teaches it. I know I've got a couple flyers from people that have wanted to, to teach it here. So it's the work, and she has several books, which I think we have a couple in the bookstore of her books, yeah. So we limit our life by holding on to old ideas. We limit the possibilities for the future when we hold on to the past. See, if we're only going by what we know, we've cut out the whole rest of the stuff that we don't know, which is a whole world of possibilities. It's a whole world of possibilities.
Are you open and willing to see something new? I mean, are you open and willing to have your mind changed? Are you willing to discover something that you may not know about yourself or someone else? Are you open? Ernest Holmes, he writes in the basic uh, ideas of the science of mind, sometimes a situation arises wherein you need an entirely new idea. Right? It's like Charles Barker's, you know, get a bigger idea. We need a new idea. Get a new idea. Are you willing to do that? You know, are you willing to let go of what you think you know to have a new experience? Are you willing to let go of what you think you know so you can have a new experience of life? There's a beautiful prayer, and I, I I think I've shared it with you before. This is the set-aside prayer. And you can see many, many different versions, you know, if you go and look for it. But it's, it's, dear God, please help me set aside what I think I know about, fill in the blank. God, help me set aside what I think I know about Sue. So I can have a new experience of Sue. Or whatever person, place, thing. Let me have a new experience of it. Let me set aside my judgments. Let me set aside those things that I think that I know for sure about a person, a place, or a thing. Let me set it aside, God, so something new can be birthed here, so I could have a new experience, right? We get to change. We get to evolve. We get to grow the set-aside prayer. Are you willing to experience something new, right? Are you willing to awaken to a new idea or a new choice? Remember, Ernest said, your own choice has decided you, right? When we decide to live our life differently, our life changes. And this whole idea, are we a victim or a victor? You know, are we a victim or a victor? What are we choosing? Eric Butterworth, he said, life does not happen to you, it happens for you. That was a big shift for me when I got that. Why is this happening to me? No, why is this happening for me? What's the experience I meant to have? What is the lesson I meant to learn? What is the thing? Why is this showing up in my life? Because I brought it on, right? Because my own choice decided me. I've brought this to myself. What's that all about? You know, what's that all about? How is this for me? How is this for me? I love to look at it that way. Um, you know, a reminder that we have the power to rewrite, reinterpret, and reinvent ourselves and our lives. You know, and we realize we get to continually play the... I'm sorry, we realize that we don't need to continuously play the record of what once was, what we were once, what, once we, what, what we were once, <laughs> what we once did, how it's always been, you know, we don't have to play that broken record. Well, that's just the way it always was. That's the way I've always done it. You know, especially if you're not getting the results that you want, you might want to change what it is that you've always done, right? Because we want to change that. Because if we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to keep getting what we're getting, right? That definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Yeah. we got to change what we're doing if we want to get different results. Now, if we're having great things show up, then keep doing what you're doing. I mean, if you're loving your life and everything's working hunky-dory, then keep doing what you're doing and keep thinking the thoughts that you're thinking, you know. And God bless you if that's the case, you know. But if there's areas in your life that you may want to tweak, take a look at your thinking. You know, if we went to the doctors and we had a cold and the doctor suggested that he do a little bloodletting, 
right? We would run for the hills. That is an old idea that time has passed. Like, we're not doing that anymore in the medical world, right? At once, that was a very valid treatment. That's what they did, right? Now, do you think that's too ridiculous as a statement or too ridiculous of an example? I don't think it is. Because I think some of us are holding on to such old, outdated ideas that just as ridiculous as that. That it's time to let it go. It's time to move into a new way of being and seeing and thinking. You know, let's let go of the past so we can have a new experience. You know, we want to let go of something once it's reached its pull date. Have you ever gone through your refrigerator and realized you have salad dressings that are like three years old? Like, throw them out! Get rid of them! Right? We don't want to hold on to that stuff. We want to clear it out so we can make room for the new. You know, perhaps there's a better way, right? There perhaps is a way to get a different perspective on life. This is one of my favorite all-time sayings, and I love this saying because it reminds me that I don't know everything. And you see, that's what my ego wants me to believe, that I know it all, that I have the answer, that I even know what's right for you. Thank you very much, right? I love this quote. It's attributed to Herbert Spencer, but they don't really think that he wrote it. But there is a principle which is a bar against all information, which is proof against all argument, and which cannot fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance. That principle is contempt prior to investigation. Right? Are you staying open? Are you staying open? to the possibility that there's a different way, that there's information that you don't have. You know, I am often struck, truly, by the tenacity by which individuals cling to an old idea or an old belief. They cling so adamantly, as if they let go, it proves their theory wrong. You know, are you willing to be wrong, right? Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to look at it differently? You know, Dr. Ken Gordon, he says, you know, imagine life is a box, and we're in this box, and we're living in our box, and it's this size of a box. He says you need to get a bigger box, like get a bigger idea. You need to expand the walls. You need to push the walls out. You need to raise the ceiling up. You need to lower the floor. You need to create more space so new can show up. We need to expand who we are. We need to expand what we think so that the new can come knocking at the door. Now it's that same way with our consciousness. Can we open up to more? Can we open up to different? Can we open up to new? Okay, Troward. I'm gonna read this one really slow, because any of you that read Thomas Troward know he doesn't like to use punctuation marks. So, the creative process in the individual, Thomas Troward says, relying on the maxim that principle is not bound by precedent. We should not limit our expectations of the future. And we are not only able, but also required by the law of our own being to take a more active part in our personal evolution than heretofore. This discovery will afford us a new outlook upon life and widen our horizon with fresh interests and brightening hopes. Choose again. Choose again. Or Rumi, who's a lot easier to understand. Rumi said, yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today 
I am wise, so I am changing myself. <sighs> right? That place where we do have some power. Here with us. Break free from those thoughts that hold you in bondage. Break free. Break free. Get a bigger idea and step into living the life that you love. God bless you. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. God bless you.